Ladies and gentlemen, it's hodgepodge time. We be pimping joy, cause we got a choice, and we got a voice. Are you ready? Today on HPP, um, welcome to the podcast, by the way. But today on HPP, my friend, well, we just, uh, we, we follow each other on Instagram and stuff. We're, you, you can hear what all this is about. But Eric, I'm not going to say his last name. I told him I was going to call him Eric P. So Eric P on here, he's got every letter of the alphabet in his name. It's, it's very ridiculous. But, my friend Eric P. is here today. We're going to be talking about our greatest hero and mentor, Bobby Bones. That's right, a B-teamer. Hey, you guys don't know what a B-teamer is? Well, then why are you listening to this podcast, man? You know I do this B-team, B-teamers. That is the Bobby Bones fan club, by One Show fan club. We're called the B-teamers because we try to give it everything we get the B-team. So here's the B-team member eric p here on hpp along with another member myself <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about bobby bones how we got involved in my bones when we first listened to bobby bones everything bobby bones and there's going to be a few things in between now he's going to be talking about his tattoo he got bobby's face tattooed on his forearm man something that i i don't have a tattoo but something i want to do really, really uh is is I thought about even getting the glasses logo, you know, his glasses logo with his signature on it. That'd be pretty legit. Um, but he's going to be talking about that tattoo. He's going to be talking about, you know, he's, he's a great big fan of wrestling as well as I am. Of course, you know, if you didn't know that, why you listen to this podcast? So great fan of wrestling, great fan of music, great fan of TV, movies. He's a great fan of everything. And he also has his own entertainment business it's called Big Shrimp Entertainment. Um you're going to figure out what it is, why that came about, and everything. So, But first, uh, I want to play a little something that he sent me. Um, if you listen to Bobby Bones, um, 
Now, depending on when you listen to this, a couple days ago, he's the one that got the tattoo. And so he called in the Bobby Bones show and talked about the tattoo. And he sent me this today, and I'm going to play it right here, right now. No one knows what that's about. He doesn't know. I don't know. Today we're going to talk about what that's about. He's also going to talk about the story of the alphabet man. That's going to be cool. So appreciate you guys listening to this episode. So let's do these unofficial official sponsors and we'll get right into Eric P. Recorded from all over the globe here. Multiple-time world champion professional wrestler, the lead singer of Fozzie, and New York Times best-selling author, my favorite wrestler of all time, Chris Jericho, rocks the podcast world with Talk is Jericho, his unique take on all things pop culture and entertainment. Sit down with Chris as he interviews some of the biggest names in wrestling, music, TV, movies, comedy, and also the paranormal. All ages are welcome, no ID required. Just go to Westwood One on your podcast wherever you get them, and also you can go to westwoodone.com to see Talk is Jericho. Church. My hero and mentor Bobby Bones has a podcast out, so he's going to talk openly about anything and everything. He's going to record the podcast from the comfort of his home, where he brings in guests to chat on big comfy chairs. Now, this is a very good podcast for me because this is how I this is how I do my podcast. It doesn't write any questions. I like to keep it as real as possible because there's not many real people out there that do podcasts. They always have these questions that go down. Bobby doesn't do that. He looks at you, looks in your eyes, and says this. And that's how he does his podcast, and that's how I do mine. So go check out the Bobby Cast. That's B-O-B-B-Y-C-A-S-T on iTunes. B-O-B-B-Y-C-A-S-T. The Bobbycast. Go get it now. My buddy Walker Hayes has a new album out. It's titled Boom. You can go get it now at Walmart, Target, wherever you're at. It's got the hit single, You Broke Up With Me on it. It's got Craig. It's got Dollar Store. It's got Beckett. And my personal favorite, Shut Up Kenny. Here's a little excerpt from You Broke Up With Me from the album, Boom. Well, I got some coke in my bourbon, surfing a room like Swayze. No, I ain't drunk, I'm amazed. Let's go get Boom out now. Cool, so I'm sitting here with uh, B-teamer Eric P. How you doing, dude? Man, I'm making it. Um, So, the reason I got you on here was I seen that... Uh, you had gotten a tattoo of Bobby's face, Bobby Bones' face, um, and, and, and his signature tattooed on your forearm, your right forearm, and, or your left one, I don't know, it doesn't matter, it's just on your arm. Uh, so, talk about that, um, before we talk about our Bobby stories of how we first met, when you got that tattoo and everything. I- wow, well, well, uh, the tattoo, I got it this past November, and, uh, it that tattoo of some sort, uh, in honor of Bobby, for about five years, and I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, I had different ideas, 
Um, not only yeah, I just decided the portrait would be great, and I want to still have the art tattoos, so like your abs are looking for tattoos, and I just want it just to be just embarrassed and nothing else. And so once I was at the tattoo parlor, they decided, well, I decided to go ahead and add his signature as well. But, um, it's probably the only portrait I'll ever get. I didn't plan on talking about this uh, this early, but I, I played that uh, voicemail over the phone of uh, Morgan Number One, uh, sending you the voicemail about how they tried to call you and you weren't able to speak. So I told my my, my audience here um, on the introduction that we don't know what it was about, but I figured it'd be fun to talk about maybe what it could have been about. So um, I've listened to the playback by Bones today and. I don't know if you didn't answer, so they just didn't do a segment, but I don't know where you would have fit in on today's thing. So what do you think what would have happened if you would have been there to answer that phone call? You know, that's very interesting. I have thought and thought about it, and there could have been a number of things. Um, as far as I'm in the middle of listening to this morning's show, by the way, but right, right. as far as... It could have been anything as little as, hey, um, so you're a consistent listener. What do you think about Eddie doing this for right. uh, Stinger or Child? Right, the, ye- the, the yellow or jacket. Yeah, right, right. What do you think about LB threatening to sit out on a show to be trying to be that strong? Right. right. That could have been one of those two. They wanted to have my opinion just for fun. friends with uh, Bobby's sister, Amanda Estel. Um, she actually did a podcast on here, which I have to send you, by the way, Eric. I had had time to do it. Um, yes, yes. But, 
but I will send it to you, and uh, we are friends. Um, but what I want to talk about real quick is I've never known anyone that well that has had a tattoo of their hero. But when they called you, or, or, or well, let's let's back it up. When you got the tattoo, Bobby shouted you out, took the screenshot, posted it on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, etc. Who contacted you and said, okay, you need to call into the show? And how did that happen? That's right. That's right. You were, you were, you, that's right. You were declaring whether or not to get the tattoo. He told you no, and then you yeah. and Amy had this big debacle about it. Exactly. Yeah. Right, right, right. stop you right there we have no time restraints um we could talk four hours if we had to there's no breaks in between i do it all in the beginning so we're all good here if you want to go to one door to the next fine with me we can go as long as we want to and and you can say whatever you want on here i don't care there's no time restraint. nothing man Right. That's how that's how most of the time it is for a lot of people. I don't know, but I'm guessing that 
like it gets that interesting call he tried to her through and he to Bobby right because she was with me on her own she just started oh my gosh oh my gosh and then she said okay Bobby says he wants to talk to you so we don't do one home so that's just a trip right but we were on home and I'm on home for 10 minutes and then um she comes back and she says okay Bobby just wants to uh, dude, she was still missing with his arms. I'm like, okay. 30 minutes later, I'm like, Eric. I say, yes. He says, I said, you need a text today. I said, I am. He says, of? And I say, of you, Bobby. <laughs> 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 I'm like, It's cool. Um, yeah, ain't no problem. That ends a good mark. Yeah, dude, that, that starts a good mark right here where we want to tell our um, Bobby stories. So um, if you don't mind, I'd like to go first. Um, I don't want to take your spotlight, but I take time to tell my listeners this and also the guests this. So it was, let's see, so probably 10th grade. I was riding in my car, driving to school. Um my CD player worked, but I got tired of listening to CDs. I didn't have an aux cord. And my mom had told me about this this show that she listened to on where, where I'm at is K99, 99.1. And she goes, this is a great show. It's called The Body Bone Show. Well, I was like, no, nah, that's cool. I don't, I, don't, I don't like talk shows. So my CD player, I got tired of listening to CDs, so I turned to K99. And I heard, get your bones on. This is The Body Bone Show. Hey, and then that... That is the old intro, and when I heard that, I was listening, and man, from that moment on, dude, that it had me hooked. So I was listening. I, mean, I still listen. I go back and I um, 
like after I finish today's episode, I will go back and I will re-download it and I will listen to it tonight, tomorrow, whenever I whenever I have time because they never get old to me because you always find something different to hear about. But what drawn me on to it, I don't know what it was, but I sat there and I listened to it and then I became overly obsessed. I'm still overly obsessed and it came from a place where I was at. Um, so how I was at, I, I couldn't keep a job. I couldn't keep friends. I, I didn't have money. I was poor and I was about my, at my end's wit. You know, I, I just didn't know what to do anymore. And then I heard Bobby Bones and he saved my life. Um, I, I give, I gave him a, um, the friends, the TV show, I gave him a book. And I wrote him a long letter on like six different pages that was in the book that was blank, that were blank. And I told him my story in that book. And I got a tweet back. He said, dude, heard the story. Legit. And that was the last I heard of it. But so enough of that. And I want to tell you my first experience when I met Bobby. But you tell me how you first heard Bobby. And then we'll go from there. Oh right, that's right. I'm I'm sorry. I, I... Whoa! Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. So he seen the photo of your tattoo, and he Instagram messaged you and said, "How do we get a hold of you?" Oh, I bet you were about to crap bricks, weren't you? Nashville, 
door been on the floor. And I had to do curriculums on the weekends, which is basically free work. You don't work for free to learn different involvement techniques mm -hmm. or uh, different techniques on suturing, sewing together, you know, whatever. So I went through a period of involving there are five different children, two of which were murder of their own parents. And I don't care who you talk to in the general business, everybody I've talked to, even people that's done it for 40 or 50 years, and it's got to do with trial, and it's just for sure no weird talk. Right. And it definitely had me depressed. And I started drinking heavily. Before that, I tried to show you that it got to the point that I would get up and drink that thing was for breakfast. Everybody had noticed a change in me. I started to work really in the school. People noticed that I wasn't grooming the way I used to do that. I wasn't happy. I wasn't smiling. I wasn't laughing or whatever. And, you know, here for the beginning man it, it, it must have been it had to have been six months but it was his first year in I, I i don't want to interrupt your story but i remember the first segment when i turned the radio on what it was they were doing the 
um, name that tune, guess that tune. And this is when I be, I, I know it was uh, it, it was when Sam Hunt first started, and I think it was um, House Party, or yeah, it was House Party, and Eddie had won it. I, that, that, I, I remember that. I will never forget that. That is when I first remembered it. But go ahead, dude. I'm sorry. I don't, I'm not trying to interrupt. Oh, it's all good. So, the, uh, the first time I wasn't it called? Wasn't it called one penny? Thirty pennies. That's right. That's right. It was thirty pennies, thirty-eight. Okay, that's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So um, they had announced that uh, they That's my point. I want to meet them all. But Lunchbox just seems to me like he would hurt my feelings if I was to come up. You know what I mean? Like he, he, he just seems like yeah. a he just seems like a real dick. And then if I said, "Oh, dude, I love your show," because he even says on the show, if I see somebody wearing a Pimp and George shirt or one of our shirts, I walk the other way. Well, if I come up to you and say, "Hey, how you doing?" and shake your hand, what are you going to say to me to my face? Uh, 
I'll have one of those. Let's see. Wow. I said, the other 30 give us a show. I have a theory. And my theory is that Lunchbox is, um, uh, that's his gimmick. That's his character. Right. I think in real life. Right. That's much more chill. I think that that is his, that's an extension of who he is. But I think in real life he's much more chill. It's just, it's really so. Bobby is a genius. I don't really buy the whole idea that, uh, he just ran over the I think he realized that each person had a strength. I think why he said strength because maybe it's comparing one to one and one to, you know, hey, I can speak for him, one and two, I was sweet, just kind, that is the dad, raised the job. They all have a gimmick, they all have their character. And and it's genius because they each relate to somebody in America. And really, deep down the side, all of us I 
just kept on getting to the guys. Uh, they did a charity thing, Chick-fil-A, on Charlotte. I, I went there, and they remembered me. So up in Husky, Eddie remembered me, and Ray remembered me. And then they were doing, um, they were going to do a food packaging event over on the Montreal Street in Nashville. But, uh, kind of like a small arena. Mm-hmm. It probably should be maybe 7,000 people, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. And, um, then all these tables set up, and I was something I thought, well, you know what? This would be my chance to stick out to Bobby and maybe get to meet him. And so I wanted to sign up to be a leader and rally and see the people. So they needed X amount of leaders to get a special shirt, but you had to come the day before and help set up you know, the next day. Oh, and also learn what the process was. You were come the next day to get the team and you rally them forward. Yeah. Well, so I did that, and then, of course, they didn't remember me, and they didn't remember me, and they didn't remember me. But then I just see Bobby. We do our own thing, and people come join us, book the world records, we're in this book the world records, we're there. We broke the world record, packaging the book still in an hour. Right. And Bobby, finally, at the time, had a sports show. And on Saturdays, and so he wasn't going to be able to stay around too long, but he did stay around afterwards. I mean, that was around take pictures or whatever. But it wasn't it wasn't announced and it wasn't planned. It was just somebody saw him that he was driving stage and wondered him, and then everybody started on that behind that person. Right. And I thought, well, we're finishing today. I might as well get on. And, Two people were in front of me. Bobby's like, I'm sorry, guys. I was at a show. I was so bummed out. Because that was my chance to meet them. Right. So, I'm driving down the road. And, um, I'm two or three weeks later. And a spot comes on. Hey, are you interested in being a radio? Have you ever wondered what it's like to be a broadcaster? Come to MTSU, Tennessee State University, Murfreesboro. The guys are on their own show, be there, giving a seminar. And I pretty peeked out. Murfreesboro is like 30 minutes east of Nashville. And so I went that night. I got there an hour early. And I thought that it's going to be packed. But it wasn't. It wasn't. It was only like 100 students there. They were all students by the way I went. <laughs> <laughs> and I sat in the front row and I was an hour early. And for Bob to be saying, I was talking about not being like anywhere. Which next time I see him or talk to someone, I'm gonna give some grief about this. Then I was thirty minutes away. And I remember clearly, but this probably got his mom because they didn't mention they wrote with Eddie and Right. So, uh, we, uh, they did a thing and talked about radio and they said, how much song, Rachel did it, and that. Afterwards, I'm like, dude, I'm not letting this opportunity have to deny. I've got to go say hello. I went up and I talked to him, and he was really nice. We hung I told him a lot of my story, not all of it, um, because, as per usual, 
a mind line up behind me and said, I want to sound that good, that want to be good. So, we took a picture, I left, I saw back. That was on a, it was on a Friday, I saw back on Sunday, I called into the show and played with your weapon. That was the first time I ever got into the show when I called in. And, um, we played with your weapon. And Bobby said, pick me, we're going to win this. And I said, I told the other day, so I remember. And we talked about that for a couple of minutes. And then I picked him, we lost. And we said, well, I'm just going to be a prize anyway. I just got me a little prize to be. <laughs> so, um, and then I said, well, you know what? Now that Bobby and I are bugs, <laughs> I'll send him another 10 page email because I want to make sure that he understands, you know, that he. And I did, and I don't know if you got it or not, but from that point forward, the rest of the time I was in Nashville, I kept running into the guys who show all over the place. I ran into the Andy's grocery store, I ran into Ray, Launchbox, at different places. And everybody was always so kind. I really remember me. I guess this stuck out, you know. Right. Um, my black hair and um, um, you know, there's a lot of, if you meet a white guy with on hair and blue eyes, there's a million of those, right? Right. I don't know, maybe there's a contact in front of you too, they remember me, but I ended up moving to Atlanta to pursue my journey in professional wrestling at that point. And then I had a bad fall and then pretty high light. And I moved back to Tennessee afterwards. But I've always kept up with the show. And sometimes, for whatever reason, I'll make a couple. But then I'd be interested and get caught up. Right. And fast forward to now. That's where we're at now. I have a tattoo. I'm proud of a tattoo. I love it. I think it'll be great. And. Right. So I want to talk about your wrestling career and also your wrestling. But first, I'm going to tell my story of how I how I met the first time I met Bobby and also another time. But I also want to run a couple things by you from the show that maybe what you think about what I think about it. So, so the first time I met Bobby, it was um it was New Orleans, Louisiana. He was playing at the I'm not even gonna say the venue because I don't even remember honestly. Um, he had he had just bare bones had just come out. I think it was the second week of his Funny and Alone stand up comedy tour. Came to New Orleans, the Joy Theater. He came to the Joy Theater in New Orleans, Louisiana. I was there. Um, I'm still in school, so my parents, my mom and dad, drove me. And it was him. It was, it was Nikita, Love and Theft, and then Bobby. And so he was like, and of course we knew that he was going to sign a book afterwards in the location. You just had to meet there at that venue. And so I got there. We were, we, we sat at the top deck. So we were like one of the last ones in line. And before, before I got there, when I knew I got those tickets, I had someone um, print out some guitar picks. And the first, I made two guitar picks for Eddie and two guitar picks for Bobby. Um, Eddie said, one of them said something. I don't remember what it said, but the other one said to Eddie Garcia from from Dylan Hodge, and and it had the Raging Idiot symbol on it. So 
Bobby's had two Bobby from Dylan, and it had his the HHPH, the tattoo on his inner forearm on his right arm. And the other one had every day is a good day, I think I wrote on there. And so we got up there. I, you know, when you first meet somebody, you're, you're nervous. You're, you're nervous. Your stomach hurts. Your stomach's in knots. You're shaking. You're, you're, you're sweating. You're just nervous. And they told us before, they said, okay, you have to turn your page, your book to this specific page because this is where you sign it. We don't want you flipping around because we have a lot of people, which is understandable. So I got there and... We, we, had, we were right at the door, and it was where you could see him, and you were like, holy crap, there he is. There he is, you know? And so at the time, I when I walked up, I lost the page in my book. I had it marked with my finger, but I had done t- and I missed it, and I, and I couldn't find my page. So I got up to Bobby, and he was like, yo, what up? And he shook my hand, and I was shaking, and then he was like, you sign your book? And I was like, sure, dude, and then I couldn't get the page. I, I, I was shaking, so he said he grabbed the book. He, changed, he turned the page where he's supposed to go, put his hand on my shoulder and said, look, dude, I'm a human being. I'm nothing big. You're here with me. I'm here with you. We got all the time we want. Just calm down. I'm going to sign your book and we're going to talk. That is what I'm saying. And I was like, and it was like, that is the time when tears come to your eyes because you're like, you know, he could have been a dick and said, you're supposed to have your book at this page. You're supposed to have your book at this page. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. But he didn't. It, it was just a genuine thing of how he put his hand on my shoulder and then turned the page. And then it was actually I just graduated high school. Yeah, that's it. That's right. It was the 23rd and we graduated the 22nd of May. And it was my graduation present from my parents. And my mom was with me. My dad went and got the car. Me and my mom met Bobby. And he goes, she said, this is his graduation present. And he said, oh, give me the book back. He gave me the book back and he put to Dylan. Congratulations. And he drew like a, a, a hat and a tassel. And he said, this is the effed up uh, hat just in case you didn't know. And he's like, he was like, can we get a picture? And I was like, you're asking me, can we get a picture? And so I was like, I was like, uh, yeah, man, we get a picture. And I put my arm around him. I was like, is it cool to put my arm around him? He said, of course. And so I put my arm around him. And then he put his arm around me. And we took a picture. And he wanted, you know how cool guys, how they, they go up and they interlock the phones and they back down and, and put the, hand, the fingers together as a handshake. He wanted to do that, but I was what he was doing. And when I go, this is the most embarrassing part of the story. And I've read it ever since. He's like this, and then I go, but he goes for that handshake, and I go for a regular handshake, and I'm grabbing right above his wrist, and I'm still holding his wrist, and his, and his hands flopping because he's trying, to, he's, trying to, he's trying to make the fit. Oh, but um, this one got there. But one thing that I that this never that's gonna be the first one I thought the first time meeting him. So I've met him over twenty times. Um, yeah, twenty seven. Yeah. So let, 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 let me finish the story. I'm back to what you're saying. Um, because I'm losing my train of thought. So the podcast, of course, is what you're on now. It's called the Hodgepodge Podcast. So at one point in time, was, um, a, a year ago, a year ago in July, no, two years. It doesn't matter. It's a year or two next month in July. I had a HPP first time ever summer concert. I myself, um, I went naked. I mean, I broke the bank and didn't make nothing return. But, I had, but one thing I had is I had my shirts made with my logo on it. And Bobby came to some part of Alabama, because I'm Mississippi, so it doesn't really, New Orleans, I was pretty close. So I was like, I'm going, I'm going. And so he was selling this, I think it was his second tour of Colonial County Tour. So I went there. And this is when Lindsay and Lindsay were dating, and she opened up for him. And so I actually have on my like, repeat picture, and he actually signed it back and put EB, B Team, 2K17, what up, yo? And then Lindsay signed it. But I had the shirt, and then I had him. He, he wears a medium shirt. I don't know how to know this, but I know he wears a size medium in a shirt. And so I said, I have one more medium left in my hotspot shirt. So I said, I'm going to grab that and see if he wants it. And so he started, and I was like, dude, can you sign it back in my shirt? I said, I know people that don't want to sign a shirt. He said, turn around. So I turned around, he signed it, and I said, I have a question for my sign it. Yep. And I said, I do a podcast. And I said, I have a shirt with my logo on. Do you mind taking a picture of it? He goes, with a picture, he goes, no problem. And I guess my phone. He doesn't myself this time. So I guess my phone. And he holds it up. Holding both things with both hands, and I got and, uh, I got all around him, and I'm pointing to the shirt, and I'm smiling. And he just wants to the face. And it's one of the things, and then you think it's over, right? You're thinking it's over. You're like, I'm going home now. And he said, he yells, "How about me on the podcast?" And I said, 
dude, you know what you've done with my life? I said, this is, this is the whole reason I'm doing this podcast. He goes, dude, come back, come back, come back. I was like, oh, oh what the, is going, what, what is going to happen here? What's going to happen? I was like, here, I know I've done something wrong. If you thought I touched him wrong, you know what I mean? You just don't know what happened. So I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh God, I'm being my hero and now I'm getting, I'm going to get thrown in jail tonight. And he has his big bodyguard, which he says on the show, he, uh, they report have. Man, that dude, he's a dick. I'm sorry, but that is a big bodyguard. So, oh, because before, before this, I got him the shirt, and I said, oh, I thought he the shirt. So I went around, and he goes, did he ask you if you wanted a shirt? And I'm like, I don't remember. He goes, well, yeah, he wanted a shirt. And I kept him. He sat on the table, and that's when Bobby C. said that. He said, yo, come here. So I went back. They got me thrown in jail. And he goes, so you seen when he goes to a concert, he has uh, like this white sheet up, and then he has the table to close. So he said, just a second, he told his bodyguard, he said, tell him to hang on here. He said, he's going back. Dude, he took me behind the curtain, and he said, Listen, he, I swear to God, I, I always tweet him, I'm always emailing him. I never told him my name once during, the, during this time that I met him. Not once. And he goes, listen, Dylan. And I'm like, what? I said, you know my name? Say that I was saying, you know my name. He goes, look, look, Dylan. I know what you're doing. I see your tweets. I see your Instagram posts and your, your, your private message. He says, you're doing a kick butt job. He goes, and I said, but I want you to be on podcast. He said, I don't want, he said, I've seen your, he said, I've seen your activity on, because I do this on SoundCloud. I don't have the name to get it on iTunes yet. And he says, see your activity on, on, on SoundCloud. He said, you have some listeners. He said, I don't want to be the reason that you have all these listeners and they come. He said, I want you to get your own name out there, there, make it big, and then have you. And he said, and I was like, but the whole goal. Mr. Bones, and he goes, Bobby, and I said, oh, 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 Bobby, is, oh, oh, Bobby is, is to be on your show, and he goes, let me tell you, at the rate and the pace that you are going, my friend, he said, you're probably going to be one of the newest show members, and the tears fill my eyes, and he's kind of like myself, I'm not a germaphobe, but I don't like, you know, I'm not getting dirty, but I don't like a dirty house, I don't like, I don't like nothing dirty, so, and he, he prefers to touch knuckles as well as I do, instead of shaking hands, when I go for a knuckle touch, he goes, nah, I'm bringing a brother, and he gave me a, a giant bear hug, I mean, it was, it was, I mean, it was just a great big bear hug, he was like, look, dude, keep going, you're going to do it, and that went on. I've been fighting, I've been writing, I'm repeating it. Um, I read a book, um, in case you audience don't know, I read a book, um, Wait for it to get published. Um, it's dedicated to Bobby, it has a whole chapter about it. It really saved my life there um, about this podcast because I, I was nothing, you know, I'm still nothing. But I, I, I've had bigger names, I've had bigger names in my build. I've had Serenity, um, I've had Murder from the Jokers. Um, I'm getting all these names in it because of Bobby. Um, I have tons more stories, but those stories will out to me because if that was when I realized I picked this hero to have a hero of. Me neither. Right. Right. And, 
and, and my thing is, I don't want to hear it. So my thing, if I'm just going to a concert, I know I'm not going to meet them, but I'm going to a concert, I will not eat that whole day. It's just my nerves, I guess. I don't know what it is, but it's just my nerves. And I just, it won't let me eat. I just get so nervous. What now? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, another person, uh, I actually went to a residency show and in Biloxi right here. And another genuine person is Eddie. Um, I didn't realize he was as genuine as he was, but, but let me tell you how, how, so it's basically at a Coliseum, not Saturday, a Coliseum. And it's kind of like a coffee festival, but it's called. And I was, I was just, I hear people like, oh my god, we found Bobby, we found Bobby out here. So they, they didn't play till 7 o'clock. I was up there, gates open at 11 o'clock in the morning. And they didn't play till 7.30 that night. I was up there all day long just for, oh my god, I can meet him before the show. You know what I mean? It's just that feeling like, maybe nobody knows who he is, but I know who he is. So they had this little, this little trailer, it was an iHeart Ray trailer. Kind of like, like a theme trailer, a little like. And I was walking around and I got back to the fence where they had the, the stage. And out of the fence, or out of the trailer came Eddie. And I was like, oh, he was with me. He was with, um, I guess it was a bodyguard or something. And the bodyguard took him over to a family, introduced him. And I was like, oh man, I'm not gonna be able to meet these freaking family. Screw them families. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be the jerk. I'll be the jerk. I won't be so bad. But the guy goes, bye, Eddie. He goes, bye, dude. And Eddie let uh, the, the bodyguard left Eddie. And Eddie was out there. And Eddie, uh, the waitress, I told the family, whatever. I said, Eddie, he goes, yeah, man, I went. And I took a shaking. I was shaking so bad because this was before I met Bobby the first time. So this was actually my first time meeting someone from the show. And, and of course, they always say, don't, I hate when they ask where Bobby is. But that was before they said that all happened. And I said, dude, where's Bobby? You know, like an idiot. And he goes, dude, he's sleeping. And we took a picture. And I, I Instagrammed him later. Took a picture and I Instagram messaged him later. Sent him a picture and I said, "I apologize for asking who Bobby was." And I said, um, "You were my first week on the show." And I said, "I'm just a very big fan." And so I was actually very nervous and I didn't know what to say. And he messaged me back. He said, "No problem, blah blah blah." And we had a 15 minute conversation. And that was it. And that was that was when I was. So I said, "They must be all genuine." But I want you to finish that Rage of Age story and then I want to ask a couple questions about the show that I have a feeling about and maybe you can answer. Okay. Right. Yeah. 
you gotten into today's show? Have you gotten to where Eddie um, takes the yellow jacket pills? Dude, I laughed. I laughed so hard when he started singing when he was on the pills. That was the most funniest thing Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I already listened to it. I'm re-listening to it. So, I mean, I told you. <laughs> um, but one more theory that I have about Joe. Well, it's not really that I have about the show. It's what I think of this. You tell me this is a big move on my part. So, like I said, my dream is to do this, to get on the show. Which, I got, I got 100 chances to make it. That's probably not going to happen. It's just, it's just, it's just, you know, that's probably not going to happen. I've never interned. I if I was in there's still 76 people ahead of me. Of who? Uh, I don't know. Right. Okay, sure. Um, but my thing is, if I don't own the show, I want to have a radio show to beat out, to take Bobby from the number one spot and own the number one spot. Is that a big move in my part? I, mean, I, I know, I know it's a move, but it's still like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I just thought about that. Right. Disrespect for the show, and none of but the one time that I really disrespected Amy, and I don't care if she, if she ever talks to me anymore. I she got she, she did a long battle against Haley, and she remember she just got them probably what three four months ago. I think she got them on a Friday, and then the night Saturday she left them with a babysitter and went up to a concert. I have never shown I have never shown any disrespect, but I went on there and I literally belittled her, and I, I was just being rude. And I don't care, I mean, you know, I was being rude. I was like, we talk about this all the time, but then you, you get them the next day, you get close to them, somewhere. What are they gonna think? You know what I mean? I mean, I. I probably was being a dick, but I really had to get my point across. And everyone else was, they were ganged up on, they were on each side. Try to get it here in just a second. Um, but I want two things from you. Um, I want to know your favorite wrestler of all time. Mine being Chris Jericho. Shawn Michaels. What is the greatest match you've ever seen in your life? Why well, you think mine has to be Shawn Michaels versus Chris Jericho Broken Weight Championship ladder match? That was the that was the greatest match. There was not a dull moment in that match for me. If this happened, I want to dare you, Eric. Tomorrow, when you fall into the volleyball, if you get home through, when you get through, what I want to do, you give me a shout out. <laughs> I'm going to double dog. Appreciate you guys doing this. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really it. And, uh, the first, I'm 
some technical difficulties right at this very end. Um, there was nothing he was just talking about um, how he wants to break younger Chris Stapleton's. Uh, I apologize for that, Eric. Um, I didn't expect this to happen. Uh, when you hear the bleeping in and out of, at the end of it, I don't know what that is. Um, it was doing it while we were recording and it just stopped. Uh, I don't know what happened. You did get the big, the, the bigger ends up. Follow Big uh, Sure Entertainment on Facebook and Instagram. Um, appreciate you guys listening to this episode. We'll be up. We'll be here. So appreciate you guys listening. Goodbye.